welcome to the Sunday Night Slow Jams, jamming all your favorite R&B hits all night long. We have this special Valentine's Day Sunday Night Slow Jams, and we got some callers who want to shout out some old expressions. First caller, go ahead and make your shout out. Uh, yeah, this is Gene. <laughs> and uh, I want to shout out all my ladies at the... Uh... Uh, at the, at the trailer park, <coughs> uh, Becky and Marcy in particular, uh, you know you my girls, and, uh, I appreciate you. <coughs> everything you do and the support of the, of the Thank you, Gene. We hope all those ladies out in the trailer park are hearing that old expression. Next caller. And I called the other IT man, but they said to call your number, uh, and here I am. I think you're mistaken, sir. This is this is DJ Reddit on the Sunday Night Slow Jams, kicking it back old school. Oh, 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 I love your show. What is your name, sir? Oh, uh, Mr. Chan. Mr. Chan, do you have a special person? Do you have a special person that you want to shout out, give an oral expression yeah, to? Yeah, uh, uh, Miho Chan. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shout out. Yeah, on your show. Thank you. We hope Miho Chen is having a wonderful Valentine's Day. Last caller. Hey man, uh, this is this is Daryl, and uh, I just want to send my oral expression out over to my main lady Tracy. And uh, you know what? We need to go get some Mexican food again. That was- well, Daryl, we hope Tracy has heard that oral expression. We thank all of you listeners for listening to the Sunday Night Slow Jams. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Michael. And this is the Valentine's Day episode of the Donut Box Podcast. Well, buddy... I don't know how you feel about Valentine's Day. This is not what fries my donuts, but a lot of people celebrate this day, celebrate their loved ones. So we had to do a special Valentine's Day episode as per usual. Yeah, you got to acknowledge the holidays where we acknowledge a fat baby that shoots arrows and, you know, things like that. But hey, here we are. Um, So Valentine's Day, got to love this episode. I'm very curious. I know it's predominantly an American holiday, but do a lot of other countries around the world celebrate Valentine's Day, or is it primarily like the U.S.? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, That's a very good question. You know what? You guys, let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, at Trash Can Network, and you can let us know. Um, We can go ahead and plug it at the beginning of the show. That you yeah, well, speaking that. of around the world and all the countries and stuff, we want to shout out all of the countries that are listening uh, in Africa, over there in Australia, over there in the UK, Ireland, um, of course, France, Russia, um, Canada, for sure, over there in the Caribbean or Caribbean, if you're Jack Sparrow, I guess. Uh, but yeah, where else do we have listening stateside? I need to know, are there more people that call it Caribbean as well? Um, um always, I, the um, only time I say Caribbean is when I'm saying Pirates of the Caribbean. That's it. Yeah, maybe it's a Disney Jack Sparrow thing. I don't know. Anyways, um, so stateside, we got folks all the way up in Massachusetts, um, Maine, all the way down into the southern parts of our country, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, 
Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, our home state of Texas, moving west, even into California, Oregon, and Washington, and even in our northern states. We've got uh, a bunch of folks in Ohio, got to shout out Ohio, uh, and in the middle of our country, Iowa. Man, Iowa's always been real big, so we appreciate you guys. But yeah, all over the place. Now, if I didn't shout out Virginia, you always got to shout out. Yes, we do. And since Virginia is for lovers, that's a great segue to go ahead and jump into our episode, and we're going to start off with the old-fashioned donut, which is a story from our past. Now, since it's Valentine's Day, and we have a special Valentine's Day episode for you, um, we're going to talk about a couple of, um, I guess, girls that, ha- that had it bad for me and Micah. Um, now, if you were listening last week, we both admitted that we did not have that much game when it came to the ladies in our teenage years. Um, but both of us kind of had some crazy stalker situations, and I'm going to let Micah go go first. What he's saying is we had women we didn't want all over us, but the women we did want didn't want nothing to do with us. Anyways, uh, pretty much this one here, um, how it started out was uh, it was a girl in my class, and uh, she, was, she was real nice. She was real nice, but really just wasn't my type. Uh, and... Yeah, man. Uh, she was she was on me, man. She wanted she wanted us to be in a relationship really, really bad to the point where every day at school she knew my favorite snack and my favorite drink, and she would bring that every single day, trying to trying to win me over, I guess. Um, and just knew every every period of class that I had, and would like walk with me everywhere. Um, I mean, would be like texting me nonstop. I mean, just a lot, a lot. And I was a pretty heavy texter back then. And if I'm like, bro, you texting too much, that that's a big deal. Yeah, you were like, I want people to text me. I want them to text me. You're like, but I didn't want them to text me that much. No, I did not. And it was about anything and everything. And you know, it wasn't the meaningful text. I don't know. It was that text. It was just like, hey, hey, how you doing? What are you doing? I'm sitting at my house. What are you doing? Oh, I just ate dinner. That's cool. What'd you have? And it just like wasn't anything, you know, like, I, I don't know. It was kind of that. And at that point, you got to, uh, just to give some context, I think I was 16 at the time. Yeah, I was a sophomore, so I was 16. And uh, so we're kind of past that stage, right? Especially where we were at with texting and everything like that. Um, at that point, you know, that was kind of middle school, like early high school, you know, so you're kind of coming out of that whole thing of um, just kind of just texting for nothing. So whenever she just be texting for love, it's just like, that's true. We did used to like, we, we would instant message, like me and Mike would like instant message the other and be like, what's up? It's like, nothing. What are you doing? It's like throwing a Frisbee. Oh, that's cool. What kind of Frisbee is it? And then we would just, you just be talking about nothing. Like, I think you were like, it was so new at that time, like, and it was so, like, innovative, I guess, that it was, you just wanted to use it. Like, you didn't care what you were talking about. So that's part of the reason why, too. Yeah, that's kind of weird to think about. We could go into a whole thing on that, because um, it was a, it was a transformation. It's pretty crazy. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, so uh, things, things kept moving forward, and I'll be honest, I wasn't really a great guy in this situation, because I was just like, hey, I'm getting free. I mean, it was Micah at 16 years old. And Chris, I'm going to stop right there and 
briefly describe what that was like, that experience. Yeah, go for it. Tell, tell the, let the world in on your 16-year-old mind. 16-year-old me was like, let's get some cookies and some Dr. Pepper every single day. We'll make her feel like she's good, but, you know, is what it is, right? And so, I, bro, I remember dodging some, like, really, really crazy stuff. And what I mean by that is... She was like, yeah, so we had this like bonus period of school. I don't know why. It was honestly because so many people in our school were failing that they had to have an extra period to like have people from the previous semester make up classes that they failed so they didn't have to go to summer school. And so there was like this extra period. But if you didn't have to do that, well, you got to do kind of all these extracurricular stuff. Like there was like weightlifting and, but it wasn't a class, if that makes sense. Like you could have weightlifting class, but this was totally different. Anyways, so she was on the uh, the school newspaper, right? And so she had like this pass to basically get out anytime. And she was like, yeah, like I can get you one too. And like, we can go out to the parking lot to my car and all this other stuff. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. But every time it came time, um, it was just like, nah, I'm just not feeling good. Or it's just like, nah, I don't want to get in trouble. Or my coach has me doing something. It was always, it was always something, right? And, um, and I mean, she just, she just really, really wanted me. And then I knew it's bad, but I knew I had to end it. And the way that I ended it was not the best of ways, but she just was not leaving me alone. Well, so, in her, in your defense, bro, she wanted to do like some, uh, how do I put this? Some, uh, not G-rated things with you. That and she was she was like kind of forcing herself on you like that. And uh, she was actually she was definitely doing things and sending things that were unsolicited. So she actually was technically my first kiss. Um, I don't count it because wait, I uh, thought your again, first kiss was that girl in the chip aisle in Bylaw. Okay, that was the one that I always count as the first one. That was later on that year. But the technical first one was her. I don't. I don't count it though, because it was very. It was a bad experience, uh, which we're gonna go into right now. So basically, what happened was, uh, one day we get out of class and we had the same last class together, and so we're going to the parking lot to our vehicles, and she's like, "Yeah, like I want you to walk me to my car, okay?" So I had I had practice. And so basically it's like, okay, I'm going to go out there and then I'm going to come back. So I go out there and she was like, you know, like we should take this different route. And I, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. And so there's this area in the back of the school that was very well known for not having cameras for obvious reasons. And so we would walk back that direction. And I kid you not, she was just like, she just turned to me and just grabbed me. And she was short too. So, uh, and I'm a big guy. I'm like 6'3". And I would say she was probably five foot. And so she like turned and I mean, grabbed me like by the back of the neck and just like planted one on me. And what makes it just to this day, I don't know why, but it, she had banana lip gloss on. And I remember that whole rest of that night, I could not stop tasting banana lip gloss. And I just like wanted that off my lips so bad. And so every time I like smell like that fake banana smell, it just, mm -mm. I, don't, I don't like it, bro. It just brings back some well, yeah, that's kind of crazy. She kind of forced herself on you. Uh, but, you know, it, you know, at least uh, you told her no eventually, and uh, nothing bad happened. Here's, here's how I got out of it. I didn't quite tell her no. Uh, she had this friend who was really fine. Like, I mean, it was bad, but she was really fine. 
And um, so I said, hey, so what's the situation with your friend? Could you put in a good word for me? And then um, that... Dang, that's messed up, bro. <laughs> that's cold. Bro. Oh, it was really bad. 16-year-old me was... Chris, I was not a good person at 16. You can vouch for Would not do that sort of thing now. And if you're listening and you know who you are, I'm real sorry. You were a little clingy, too. Hope you'd be better than that now. But anyways... As bad as you said that you were at 16, at least you didn't have a kid at 15. Uh broke the cycle broke the family cycle uh anyways uh keep going that's pretty much it man so she she left me alone after that the only other thing that happened was um you know i ordered a yearbook that year and literally the only picture of me in the and this was an expansive yearbook like this they most people would get a slip of here's how many pages you're on kind of thing and most people would have three to four pages that they're on i was on it was my sports teams like the official pictures you know the hands behind the back pictures and then my school picture and those were the only pictures i had in the yearbook like i didn't have any candid photos didn't have anything else it was literally what was necessary and that was it so that was her way of getting revenge i guess oh yeah i was never in the yearbook unless it was my regular school picture i just avoided the group pictures (laughs) uh well yeah that's interesting enough uh so mine this was actually uh a facebook stalk uh, that turned into, I don't know what it turned into. So I randomly got added by this girl named Ch- Jenny, uh, in California. I don't know. I don't know who she was. I don't know how she knew me. Maybe we had some mutual friends in common. I don't know. Let's, let's go back. It's weird that we keep going back to social media in this conversation, but you also have to think too, at the time, social media again was new and so it was kind of interesting to have friends from all over and so there was i remember there was another chick wasn't her name like stevie or something and she would like add everybody like didn't matter who it was if it came to like oh and she would just add everybody had no clue who she was but i don't know she just wanted to add everybody anyways continue I think it was kind of one of those situations yeah i guess i don't know so jenny like messages me on facebook like I mean, straight out the gate, like, hey, you're cute, da 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 and I was just like, okay, cool, but, like, the thing about, like, her, like, her profile was, like, so limited, and, like, it didn't have that many pictures, so, like, I didn't really know, like, uh, it, what she looked like or who she was, and, again, like, you're 15 years old, that's all you care about is what people look like, but, um, bro, like, like, so, you know, I don't know, somehow we exchanged numbers, like, we texted a little bit back and forth, but she was kind of the same way, like, just, like, just straightforward with it, everything, like, it got to the point where, like, she was, like, posted on, posted on my wall, and I was just, like, bro, like, you gotta chill out, dude, like, you just got, you just, like, gotta chill out, and, like, it got to the point where, like, people at church saw it, a couple people in the youth group, and they were, like, hey, bro, like, what's up with, What's up with that girl Jenny posting on your Facebook? And I literally said it. We said this forever. It's like, man, that girl been giving me hash all week, man. She been giving me hash all week. And we said that for like the longest time. I said, I don't know what is up with Jenny. You know, we also got to, I don't want to steal the thunder. Were you about to talk about the voicemail she would leave Oh, yeah. So she left me, she would leave me like voicemails if I didn't pick up. I remember this one and it went, it goes like this. Like it just started off. It was kind of awkward and she just, Left the voicemail and she was like, hey, buddy, how's it going? I hope you're doing good. And then, like, I don't remember what the rest of the <laughs> message was, but I just remember the, hey, buddy, 
<laughs> and I was just like, what? Who is this person, man? Like, who is this person? Well, you're also leaving off the fact that it was like two minutes long of a voicemail. It started off with, hey... Yeah, it was like two minutes long of a voicemail, and she was like talking to you as if you were almost there. Like, that's that's what I remember, because you would show... And it wasn't just the one. Like, there was multiple. And it always started off with, hey, buddy. And that real, like... It, yeah, it was, it was real weird, because, hey, buddy... So I went to the mall today, and I was in GameStop, and thought about you, because you said something about your Nintendo, and, like, she just kept on talking. You also have to think, it was, like, even at, like, 15, it was, like, hard for us to, like, even talk, because, like, I lived on the East Coast, and she lived on the West Coast, so it was, like, three hours apart, so, like, by the time, like, I'm out of school, she's still in school, and by the time she gets out of school, like, it's getting close to dinner time and time for bed and all that stuff. And like, I don't know, bro. It was weird. She was like, she wasn't, she wasn't on the level of, uh, Micah's stalker. Like, I mean, it was good that we, uh, it was long bro. Distance. If if she was there in person, if she was there in person, she would have been that. Level. Oh yeah. She would have no came doubt. by my house, bro. She probably would have for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, it, it it's wild, man. It's wild for sure. You gotta love it being fifteen, and at that age, you're just looking for attention. You're just looking for anybody that'll like you. <laughs> like you said, the ones that you try to shoot your shot with, like they're not interested, and then the ones that try to shoot your shot with you, like the two of them that do, like you're not interested in them. So it's just, I don't know. It's always weird. I know we've I know we've gone over. I gotta tell you about one more one more girl. Uh, this was crazy. This was middle school, bro. Um, so middle school, there was this gal and again, she liked me. I did not like her at all. She was, uh, I, I hate to be so mean, but she was trailer trash, like straight up. Like she was, it was just nasty. Like if you remember Ed, Ed, Eddie and the canker sister, she was like the middle sister. Like that's, that's who she was like. Anyways. So she really was into me and all this other stuff. And I'm not going to say how I downed her, but there was a, a little school project. And um, yeah, anyways, we're not going to talk about how I insulted her. But anyways, she very quickly flipped on like, oh, I don't like you no more. But it's quickly turned into, oh, yeah, I like you to then, oh, yeah, my daddy's in jail and he's going to get out of jail and kick your behind and all this other stuff. And I was just like, I wish your dad would. And then, like, a few days later, she brought in this letter, like, this handwritten letter. It's like, anybody messing with my baby girl's going to get it when I get out and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Then they'll put him right back in where he belongs. And then she got real mad. So that's how that one ended. Gotta love your unfiltered self at that age. Oh, my God. I just let I let whatever fly. Uh, poor people. I would like to apologize to whoever had to catch that wrath and... Yeah, mostly me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why the heck did you stick around then? I don't know. Joking. We're still friends to this day. So, but yeah, man, I'm ready to jump into the next segment. The next segment is not the jelly donut. It's tie your shoes because you tripping. Uh, these are stories about people specifically, uh, not really on Valentine's Day, but these are about people that uh, were cheating in their in their relationship and they got found out. So, tie your shoes because you're tripping. Well, let's see what happens. What What's the story? All right, this first one. This guy created a fake Facebook profile, which apparently now that's like a, like, to have multiple Instagram accounts. Like, I guess that's a thing now. Um, 
but this guy created a fake Facebook profile and contacted other women. Eventually, however, his girlfriend got wind of his fake profile because it was on the people you may know, uh, and it was recommended to her by Facebook itself. When she saw his profile picture on the fake account and looked at his profile, she knew exactly what he'd been up to and the women that he was cheating with. So, Tyro Shoes, could you trip it? Man, that's terrible. Um, See, that's why you can't be doing that stuff. You're going to get fined out. It's wild. All right, next one. Uh, So, this one person said that five hours after she broke up with her boyfriend, uh, she said that her boy, her ex-boyfriend, I guess, updated his Facebook status to engaged. She thought he was just friends with this girl uh, that he was engaged to. Turns out it was much more. The girl posted a photo of the ring and said, he finally asked, and I said yes. So apparently they had been dating behind her back, and then as soon as they broke up, uh, that guy was like, well, I might as well get engaged now. Dang. That's cold. That's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded, man. Cold-blooded. And tie your shoes. She's All right, this next one. Oh, it's about a military veteran. What? Are you serious? Are you saying, Christopher, wait a second. Are you saying members of our military, our armed forces, could possibly be having some extramarital affairs while overseas or abroad for our country? No, they could not be having... Because they are the heroes of this country. Okay, it actually, it wasn't this guy. It was actually his his uh his his wife was cheating. Okay, so Ooh, well, I feel bad for making that comment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't laugh. This isn't funny, but it kind of is. A military military veteran had to have surgery on his testicles due to a possible tumor. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, I took a drink at the wrong time. Go due ahead. to a possible tumor, he had to have surgery, and his girlfriend came to visit him to make him dinner. Um, so the guy couldn't find his phone. So the, so his girlfriend gave him hers while he's looking at the, while he's looking at chicken cordon blue recipes on the phone an inappropriate picture from his friend, Ryan comes up on a text while looking through the text conversations. He found out that Ryan and his girlfriend called his, his deployment, a quote unquote sexcation. He kicked her out while still, uh, while he was still in pain, recovering from the surgery, and he wished that he had made cordon chicken cordon blue first. So yeah, apparently his girlfriend was cheating while he was on deployment. Uh, sad, but you know that's kind of typical. And he found this out while he was having surgery on his testicles. Recovering from surgery on his testicles, not during the surgery. All I'm saying is this. It's apparent he was recovering from testicle surgery, looking up chicken cordon bleu recipes. But anyways, go ahead. Tie your shoes because you're tripping. Yep, tie your shoes because you're tripping. All right. uh, So apparently uh, this guy came home after working a double shift, and he saw that the toilet seat was up in his bathroom. He figured that, hey, I guess my wife hasn't used the bathroom in 20 hours or something else was going on. In this case, the latter was true. He found out that she had been cheating on him soon after and got divorced. So he came. So I guess this guy was a nurse or whatever, worked in the medical field, had been working for 20 hours, came home and was like, oh, yeah, the toilet seat is still left up from when I left it uh, 20 hours ago and was like, oh, I guess my wife uh, didn't pee today. But his wife was at home, so I guess he found out that uh, – she was cheating through that. Another toilet seat caper that's come to a close. Um, but that's unfortunate. That's real unfortunate. Really unfortunate. Okay, three more, and these are very short. Okay. 
A woman received a letter from a college she had never attended. Inside, she found a printed copy of her husband's entire text history with his lover. She figured the sender was a scorned lover or another husband. At the time, the woman was seven months pregnant. So she got a letter in the mail saying it was from a college. And uh, maybe maybe the person worked for the college. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe so. Trying to send messages. See, that's what it was? That's, see, listen. That's why you can't do that. Can't do that stuff. It always going to come back. This lady, this engaged woman, she was looking for a, she was looking for directions uh, to this place. And so she decided to uh, get more accurate directions by going through Google Street View. Uh, she saw something that looked shocking. Her boyfriend was looking rather intimate with another woman. She confronted him with the picture, and he confessed. Of course, they broke off the engagement. So I guess this guy was in the middle of cheating when Google uh, Google came by to take the pictures. And uh, this woman just so happened to be looking up directions and looked on Google Street View, and there it is, her boyfriend with another woman. Man, what are the chances? My thing is, listen, God wanted you to get caught. If she found you on that day on Google Street View. Yep, last one. Okay, uh, this, this guy went. I went to his girlfriend's house to surprise her. He walked in on her asleep in bed with another man. He calmly went to her side of the bed, gently woke her up, and asked if she wanted some pancakes. She didn't understand what was going on and said, Yeah, sure, I want some pancakes. Then the boyfriend says, What about this guy? Does he want pancakes too? And then uh, he left, and I guess they broke up. So, uh, and then this last one... uh, after coming back from a grocery one, let me restart. After coming back from a grocery run, a woman found her boyfriend uh, being intimate with one of his coworkers. They were being intimate in this lady's apartment and in her bed. In pure rage, she dumped an entire gallon of milk on them, threw a package of hot dogs at the woman, and clocked her in the head. She threw a loaf of bread at his crotch and then threw them out of the house. Half naked in the stuff. Oh, this lady was a black lady. I can tell you, bro, because black women, they don't put up with no cheating. Like, if they find you cheating, you're going to get, she going to dump the eggs on you, the pan, like, pancake mix. She, she's like, oh, you want to be cheating? Going to be dumping clothes into the street from the from the top floor, like, letting it all out in the wind, throwing pictures out. Black people. They're, <laughs> there's, I love them, man, because they don't, they don't put up with nothing. They'll tell you like it is. If they don't like you, They'll tell you like it is. But that's crazy, man. I can't believe that she dumped the eggs, dumped through the loaf of bread at him, everything. Well, her dude needs to tie his shoes because tripping doing what he was doing. He's tripping, man. Well, we're going to move into the donut hole. And I got a quiz for you today, man. Gotta love quizzes. What are we doing? Uh, it is a quiz about Valentine's Day trivia. So different questions about Valentine's Day, uh, history, origin, traditions, all that good stuff. And... We'll see if you can get it right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Number one, uh, about how many roses are sent on Valentine's Day each year? A, 20 million, B, 30 million, C, 50 million, or D, 60 million? I'm going to say 60 million. I think it's going to be the highest number. Um, it's actually 50 million, man. You, you were 50? just so close by, by 10, by 10 million, but... Yeah, I know it's going to be a lot, man. Everybody likes to... Well, I wouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people order roses. Number two, what popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? A, GoDaddy.com, B, YouTube, C, eBay, or D, Amazon? You said it was what year? 2005, of Valentine's Day. 
Ooh, I know Amazon was already in existence. What were the other options? You said YouTube and what else? GoDaddy.com and eBay. I'm going to go with YouTube. Yes, sir. It is YouTube. 2005. All right. Next one. On average, how many marriage proposals are on Valentine's Day? 220,000, 500,000, 340,000, or 450,000? 450. Let's go 450. Uh, it's actually 220,000. 220, so actually not, not that many. I mean, that's really not that many, thinking about it. I feel like if you do a marriage proposal on Valentine's Day, do you feel like that kind of cheapens the marriage proposal? Do you feel like that? I mean, I think it's pretty dang cliche, but I mean, some people are, are in on it, you know what I mean? It's kind of that same thing as uh, if you propose at a sporting event with like 30,000 people, um, I mean, that puts the pressure on the other person to say yes, right? So does that kind of cheapen it too? Or if you propose on Christmas, again, I'm not a woman, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they, I guess it depends on. I, it depends on the person, I'm sure. If, if Christmas is like your favorite holiday and it's like, that would be my best Christmas present ever, I guess. All right. Uh, in Roman mythology, Cupid is the son of whom? A, Zeus, B, Hermes, C, Venus, or D, Poseidon? I'm going to say Venus. Yeah, it's Venus. It is Venus. Uh, I'm your Venus. I don't, I don't know. I'm your father. Listen, we ain't talking about no Razor commercial. All right. Um, I, I'm just saying, I, I have no clue how I knew that. All I know is Venus something something, goddess of love. Or there you go. All right. Which state produces the most red roses in America? A, Utah, B, Minnesota, C, Florida, or D, California? It's between Utah and California. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say California. Yeah, it's California. You thought it was Utah because all the Mormons up there have to get all the flowers for the ladies, huh? But it is California. I, I thought about it because of the Rose Bowl. I was like, you know what? What I mean, notorious gangster orchestrated the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? A, George Babyface Nelson, B, Al, Al Capone, C, Bonnie and Clyde, or D, Don Corleone? <laughs> Don Corleone. That's the best answer ever. Um, I don't think it was Bonnie and Clyde. Um, wasn't... Who's the middle one? I'll say Al Capone. It is Al Capone. He did. He did. All right. What major invention was Pat patented... Let me start that one over. What major invention was patented on Valentine's Day? A, the cotton gin... B, the light bulb, C, the telephone, or D, the telegraph? Uh, I'm going to take a wild stab. Let's do let's do telegraph. Ooh, it's actually the telephone. Telephone on Graham Bell looking. Yep, he, he did it. He did it. All right, William Shakespeare mentions Valentine's Day in which of his plays? A, Romeo and Juliet, B, Hamlet, C, Othello, or D, Julius Caesar? I feel like the obvious answer is Romeo and Juliet, but I don't think it is. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't they say, didn't they say something about it, Julius Caesar? Oh, no, no, no. That's the Ives of Mars. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'll go Julius Caesar. No, no, no. I'll go uh, Romeo and Juliet. Well, which is it? Romeo and Juliet, dang it. Okay, it's actually Hamlet. Neither one of those are right. So it's neither one. Uh, well, it shows how much I like Shakespeare. All right, two more questions. Who invented the first Valentine's Day candy box? A, Milton Hershey, B, Richard Cadbury, C, Willy Wonka, or D, Henry Ford? Oh, we're going to do old Hershey. It's actually Cadbury. Oh, Cadbury, huh? Yeah, Cadbury well, is. They all under one roof. They all under one roof now. Yeah, they are. All right, Sweethearts, the the ones with the writing on them. Uh, the Sweethearts production was temporarily suspended in which year? 
this this makes me sound some type of way. So if y'all are gonna judge, y'all are gonna judge. It's like a nicer dollar store. Like think about the dollar store, but like a little bit higher stuff. And then sometimes they got stuff that like got shipped to them from other stores. So they actually got some decent stuff in there sometimes. Like name brand. Oh, stuff. I love Dollar Tree, bro. I'll be the first to admit. Like you go in Dollar Tree, and you're like, I forget. Do you guys? You can get some good stuff in Dollar Tree. You're like, man, I forgot. Did Dollar Tree got this? Oh yeah. It's pretty dollar crazy. It's great. Everything ain't a dollar anymore. It, it ranges up to five now, but it's still a good deal. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. It just, you know what? Actually, that is one place that I have been to. And I, I you know, Dollar Tree, have they asked about rewards or their credit card there? No, they just have you pay out and you leave. That That's great. They don't have no extra. Maybe it's because the cash registers are still from the 90s, but. You know why? Because, because they can't be having time to ask all those questions. You know why? Because they got to unstock the 5 million carts that they have and all the boxes they have in the aisles. They ain't got time to be asking all those questions. And you know they only got two registers open and only one person working the whole store. Exactly. That's what that's what I was going to say. It's like, it seems like every day I go in there, a truck just dropped and there's only one person running the whole thing. So... You know, it is what it is. There's been some times I've been through some tight aisles at the Dollar Tree. But anyways, so yeah, man, that was what fries my donuts. I wish that, um, you know, more places would just let me pay out and go to where it's not so big of a deal. It is getting a little bit better. I don't know if you got a newer card. Um, I had some issues with one of my cards because of fraud. But um, they gave me a new tap card. And that makes it kind of nice because the machines that use tap, all you got to do is just kind of wave it and it works. So you don't have to do chip. But um, I don't know, man. The whole process is annoying, too cumbersome. Yeah, I agree with you, man. But anyways, man, we can move on to our next segment, which is our improv segment, which is the Mystery Donut. So, Chris, what do we have today? Oh, well, we have a special treat for you. We have two preachers on Valentine's Day speed dating. Not speed dating each other, but speed dating. Do, does everybody know what speed dating is? Because is speed dating even a thing anymore? Okay, I guess we need to explain what speed dating is. Uh, back in the olden days when dinosaurs roamed the earth and uh, there was no life. Before eHarmony and Match.com. Yeah, before Bumble, before Tinder, before any of that. People would go to these events and they would be called speed dating. So one person... Like, it would be, like, girls would sit on one side of the table, and then uh, guys would, like, come in, and they would, you would only get, like, three minutes to, like, I guess get information from each other just real quick. It was, like, two, three minutes to talk, find out about each other. Then the bell would ring, and then you would have to move to the next table. And then I guess at the end, if you really like someone, I guess you could go back and get their contact information and make a date out of it. So, uh, there you go, speed dating. All right, man, so we got two preachers speed dating. You want to start it? Oh, sister, I'm so glad God brought me here today. <laughs> it says there's a reason <laughs> for the season, <laughs> and that season and that reason is Jesus, and I believe <laughs> that he brought me here today. <laughs> so, baby, can I get your phone number? Because Pastor Johnson <laughs> needs a wife. Brother Darnell looks at you and says, your name is Tammy. Well, I look at you and say, your name is Baby. Because you should be mine. Oh, Lord, I look at you and I say, you so divine that you should be mine. And Lord, I tell you what, 
I go to Saga Solomon and I go say what I can say on here. Because you know what? It's a family program. And Saga Solomon is the furthest thing from a family program. But I'm a family man. And I can do what you need me to do. And be the man in Saga Solomon. And have all the wives and concubines. I mean, I'm sorry. You'd be the one and only. For brother. From me. Oh, how you doing, young thing? Brother Johnson read in Proverbs this morning that he that find a wife finds a good thing. And baby, will you be my good thing? Because I'm looking at your face. And I'm hearing what you say. And I know that you like to knit. And I know that you like kitty cats. And Brother Johnson can compromise. Because I can't deal with kitty cats. Because they make the sneak. They make my eyes walk. They make me itch. But for you, girl, Pastor Johnson will put that aside. And we can go to the... Oh, girl, look at you. You look so nice today in that dress. I tell you something. I was at the flea market this weekend. And I saw something real similar to that. And you know what happened? It was reminding to me that God is the lamp into our feet. And the light into our path. And you know what? He put you, the light, into my path. That's why you're wearing that yellow dress. It's because you are the light. You are my light. And I would be more than happy if you came over to 123 Whipple Street past 9 p.m. Don't call. Don't text. Come by. The key's under the mat. Oh, yes, Brother Darnell. I can't help but hear you conversation because <laughs> there are some doors <laughs> that I can only open <laughs> that no man can shut <laughs> and he'll give you the keys <laughs> and just like he gave me the keys <laughs> to the kingdom <laughs> and the keys to the church <laughs> I'm gonna give you the keys <laughs> to my apartment <laughs> I'm gonna give you my keys <laughs> to the escalator <laughs> not the jaguar because <laughs> I can't put you on the insurance because <laughs> I just paid off the premium <laughs> and I ain't trying to pay another dollar until I get that check coming from the Give Me Building Fund. Can I get an amen? Amen. You look like the last one that come around. Well, I tell you something. The rest of these don't matter. The rest of these don't matter. I tell you this much. When it comes to me, it's the Lord first and family second. And Lord, I'd love to make you second. And you know what I'll have? I'll have seconds of you, but I'll tell you something. If you're going to let me be, I'm going to be worldly for a second. I'm going to quote T.I. And I'm going to say, girl, you could have whatever you like. And you could have whatever you like. I'm going to repeat it multiple times, just like he said in the song. You know what, brother? I think it's time to pray. It's time to pray over all these ladies. And to give the divine intervention. To show who's supposed to be the apple of our eye. And not supposed to be the... Pearls before swine. Can I get an AB? Let's do a prayer. We come here today, and just like you gave Isaac, we ask that you put women, Proverbs 31 women, in our life. That you bring us some Ruth's. That you bring us some Esther's. That you bring us some Sarah's. And that you bring us some Mary's. Lord, and for the Delilah's and the Jezebel's that want to be knocking at our door. We'll leave the porch light on for them. But we ain't going to open the front door. They're going to have to come in through the side So, Lord, we ask that you bring that Proverbs 31 woman. And we believe that you said that if you ask, you shall have. You said, delight yourself in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. And I feel like my desire is number 32. 
with the polka dot dress. Can I get an 888? And if you're listening, Lord, I just want to double up on what it was said. But you know what? I'll say this too. I want, oh Lord, oh Lord, I think the blessing should be two and threefold. I want number 35 and number two. And number 15 And number 12 If you can give me all that, Lord I won't ask anything else the rest of the week You know what? Scratch that with the rest of the day I won't ask nothing the rest of the day The rest of the night The rest of the hour That's what's gonna happen And Lord, we just thank you We thank you for the Holy Ghost women That you have brought around to this hotel For the speed dating process on this Valentine's Day And we just come before you Oh, God's people see Hey, hey well, man, good stuff. Again, I always feel like I have to preface this with, this is a comedic bit and does not represent the views of Trash Can Network or its affiliates. Uh, Yeah, I feel like I gotta say that, man. I feel like I gotta say that. Yeah, in this day and age, a joke can't just be a joke. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I guess that means it's time for our eclair. Unfortunately, the last stone out of the box, but hey, it's our positive advice. So Chris, what do you want to impart with people, uh, or impart to people? On the way out. Yeah, we talked about it before, but sometimes, man, you just need to take a break uh, and just kind of step away from the situation for a little bit, man. Today, I'm not going to lie, man. You're like, oh, yeah, you work for a church. There's no way you could get frustrated. Man, I'm not going to lie to you. Today, I was getting a little frustrated. Not with people. I think I was, I think I was just tired. I think I was hungry. I think I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I, I've been here a lot this week. I've been working hard. I've been working long hours. And I just need to kind of, like, take a little break. Like, I just need to step away from this work. I need to step away from this place for a little bit. Uh, I need to go, like, clear my mind and uh, go get something to eat. Like, I took a little bit longer lunch break. And that's okay because, like, I've been, I've been working, like, 50 hours this week. So it was, like, okay for me to take an extra bit of time on my lunch break. So I was like, I'm going to take a little bit of time. I'm just going to get my mind right, and then I'm going to come back. And I found when I did that, like, I came back in a better mood. Like, I was ready and motivated again. But sometimes you just need to find those places where if you're getting, like, frustrated and kind of burned out, just take a little break, step away from a situation, and then come back to it. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know what's interesting? We don't talk about this beforehand, but mine is very, very similar. And, um... Mine is, if you don't understand what's going on or understand the next steps of a situation, um, you know, give it some time. Give it some time. Uh, I was faced this past week with uh, some pretty uh, life-altering information, right? And at first, it's a really big shock. And when you're in that moment of shock, it's like you go through every emotion. You go through sad, anger, happiness, you know bright side, bad side, kind of everything, right? But one of the things that's very common is you can't see heads from tails. You can't, you, you don't know what's going to happen next, right? Everything just, all your plans just kind of got turned up on its head. And, you know, when that day and that time happened, the rest of that day was a very bad time. But, you know, what a difference a day makes. Yeah, it's a song, but what a difference a day makes. 24 hours, right? 24 hours. What, I'm... I don't know, man. The next day, it was like there was a lot more clarity. It was like everything was a lot calmer. It's like, okay, that's the situation. The situation has sunk in, and you start making plans moving forward. But yeah, if it's if it's one of those things where it's um, a very tumultuous or highly volatile situation, and you don't know the plan forward, it's all good. 
just give it a little bit of time, right? And everything should present itself to you. And yeah, man, good stuff, good stuff. Well, do you want to tell them where to find us and all that good stuff? Oh, yeah, man, at the Trash Can Network. Yeah, Trash Can Network on Insta, Facebook. Man, we've been thinking about doing X. What do you think about X, Chris? I don't know, man. X is like a dangerous place. I Formerly feel like it's Twitter. the wild, wild west, man. Like, you're you're just waiting to get shot. Yeah, yeah. X is really, really interesting. But I'll tell you this much. We've been doing a lot of uh, interesting things over on YouTube. Um, and so go check that out as well. Subscribe to us over there. Um, and, you know, talk to us. We'd love to hear feedback and all that good jazz. But, yeah, anywhere you want to find us, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, wherever you're listening, we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, at Trash Can Network, we really, again, really, really appreciate it. So uh, yeah, man, I think it's time to take this donut box out to the trash. Yes, but before we do that, this is my public service announcement. Fellas, please do not wait till the last minute to go get your women Valentine's Day gifts or flowers. I mean, you can do that, but if you wait till the last minute, it just shows no effort or no thought. Actually, put some thought into it. If you're going to do it, if you're going to celebrate it, great uh me and my wife we don't celebrate it just because like we try to celebrate each other all year round uh but please 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 make sure you don't wait last minute because you will pay an arm and a leg and your girlfriend or wife will think that you did not think about her so also another public service announcement if your lady unless you know her a lot better than this but if your lady says hey you don't have to get me anything or don't give me anything too big please you have to get her something don't think that that's a free, like, oh, yeah, I don't have to get her nothing. Nope. That's not what that means. Just FYI. No, it does not, man. No, it does not. Well, it is time for us to sign off. I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Why? Stacks on deck. Patron on